Man, welcome back to the Hooper's Paradise podcast, where you're going to get real thoughts and opinions from fans who love the game. Brought to you by your Hooper's favorite Hoopers. I got my man CP905 with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. We here, Jamar. We here, baby. Another Raptor reaction. We just had uh, six games and eight nights. Um, we had a back-to-back with Detroit and Orlando, man. Yeah, I just want to shout this out. This video is tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got the highlights rocking in the background. That's but, what's up. That's what's um, up. Man, CP, this is tough, man. Uh, two of the worst teams in the NBA uh, caught us at the right time. Uh, we're yeah, we're, we're, sure, we're missing key sure. pieces. Tell me, man. Tell me. I mean, like you started off saying, man, it's six games in eight nights. These, I'm sure Orlando was sitting back in the hotel waiting for us, watching the us play Detroit. And they came in here and saw Detroit came with energy, played hard, played physical. They beat us up a little bit, and we just didn't have the answers. I mean, when I look at the Raptors play right now, they just look fatigued. They're giving up a lot of straight-line drives. They're giving up a lot of open shots. The, their rotations are a little, just a little bit late. Like, you can yep. see their legs are... Are, give, are giving out on them. And, I mean, in the NBA, everybody is skilled, right, and can beat anybody on any given night. So when a team scouting you you're, you're and you're showing your weaknesses in addition to missing two key pieces, that's that's the equation for two back-to-back losses for to the two worst teams in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you really saw it when you say lack of legs. And, and Gary Trent Jr., the last couple games, just – just really struggling to shoot the ball, getting his legs underneath him. And he's a big part of our offense. Um, you saw it a little bit with Scotty where he wasn't as active on the glass. Cause that's the first thing I look at with Scotty when it comes to energy. Yeah. Him sure. only coming away with five rebounds against Orlando Magic. It, it tells you something. I think, I think, I think Raptors were in a place where they didn't want the break. Yeah. I think the break kind of put a damper on a couple of their hot streaks and maybe the rhythm that they had. And I think now on like, unlike you, like I, I'm going to keep saying this pod, Jamar, man, on six games on eight nights. I, Cause I, I want people to understand what kind of grind that is. That's a lot of games, right? A lot of, so that's a huge grind. So I think these teams just take advantage of that. You're in the NBA. There's no, you're going to get taken advantage of. <laughs> And, and you know what? I wish I saw some more Thaddeus Young minutes in this Orlando Magic game. Um, I think he could have gave us more um, in those 15 minutes. Um, Orlando's not the biggest team, um, and even their big guys are not really threats on the low block and can't run up and down. So that's the only thing that I wish we did coaching-wise is is get Thaddeus Young in, in more of like a 25 minutes in, in games like this. Yeah, I agree. I think it's time like – Ken Birch just doesn't look the same. Uh, he has that big brace on his knee. I'm not, I mean, I don't know what's going on with him, but I think maybe it's time not to shut it down, but to maybe take a second look at that knee. Because um, I think right at this current point in time, I mean, for the most of the season, he's been a positive, but he's kind of hurting the team more than he's helping them right now, which is yeah. why Nurse was forced to start Boucher in the second half. I also think that was adjustment to inject a little bit of energy, you know, seeing that being his role, but... Tough game, tough loss, man. Tough loss. These guys. That was a to tough one, rest, man. Let's some rest. take some positives out of it, though, man. Give me, give me your goal star for this game. My goal star is Pascal. To be honest with you, man. These, I know, I know. Yeah, they're the, they're the worst team in, in the worst two teams in the NBA, but he's shown through these tough times an ability to at least carry the team to put them in a position to win. 
Um, mm -hmm. You don't have your closer there in Fred Van Vliet, right? So it's a little bit difficult to finish off the game. But you do have Gary Trent. And even though he's missed his last 30 shots in a row, he's the type of guy that his next shot could trigger him making 15 in a row. Yeah. So you, you got to stick with him. And it, I mean, he's due. He's had a couple bad games, but he's due for a breakout. But on, just on a positive note, so I'll give Pascal. Pascal will definitely be the goal star. Yeah, um, I got to agree with that goal star. 34-14, 13 for 20 shooting. Had high energy the whole game. He kept us in that game in the second half. Let a nice little comeback. Um, definitely. Silver star. Silver star. Give it to me. Silver. Uh, I have to go with Malachi. Um, again, his efficiency from scoring at three levels. At the rim, mid-range, three-pointer. You can't you, – four for seven from three, seven for 14 from the field, 20 points, eight assists. And the big one for me is zero turnovers. Yeah. That's telling me That's that That's two he, games in a row, then. Yeah, for sure, nice. right? And I know, I, know, I know the sample and who we're playing, right? I understand that. But he's showing me right now that he has grown in these last couple games into that backup point guard that we were looking for, but everybody mm -hmm. wanted to trade that line, Right. We now have that guy who's going to be able to come in and orchestrate the second unit and hopefully replicate that bench mob between that we had with DeLon Wright, Fred, Pascal, yeah. Norm, right? We could try and replicate that with Achua, Flynn, Boucher, because they provide that same type of energy or similar to those yep. guys. And then you add that veteran presence of Thad Young to it, and it's a good look. Um Definitely love what I've been seeing from Malachi Flynn, really showing that he can be a legitimate backup point guard for us. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. There's like, I can't, there's not, I can't really critique anything. The only thing I can really say about him is that he needs to do a better job of picking when the team is like kind of in a scoring lull. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of his job to call his own number and be a little bit more aggressive and playing that screen and roll because that is the best aspect of his game, right? So you're creating advantages for yourself and for your teammates. But I think he just needs to, understand the timing and when to do it okay and that's the only that's the only and is that really a negative that's a constructive no, that's criticism really right that all, that all comes with learning right we're talking yeah, about right? a very very young guy who, who's kind of learning and finding his place i mean he's 23 in his second year so i'm his growth i'm going to be expecting a little bit more quickly mm -hmm. seeing that you stayed in college four years you've you you were the best point guard from a from the standpoint of win percentage at, mm -hmm. in those four years you were the best point guard from a standpoint of pick a role in those four years. For when it comes down to winning, making winning plays, and especially playing in the pick and roll, I, yeah. I don't have a lot of uh, room for error with him. I expect, I'm not going to say perfection, but I expect a lot less mistakes than. Yeah, man. It's yeah. always good to see um, the development is happening. Mm -hmm. um, and it's happening at the right time. Um, time and place. The biggest part about it is, again, we're just going to highlight it, the fact that he's ready to play. Yeah. He's been sitting on the bench all year, hasn't gotten an opportunity. And when the opportunity came, he was there. He was ready. Stay ready so you don't got to get ready. Shout out Malachi Flynn. For sure. For sure. My bronze star. What's our bronze star this week, man? <laughs> Shoot, man. I didn't know. This is a tough to one. Man. When you look oh, at this I'm game, gonna, like, I'm where do you pull it up? Between scotty and achua but i mean achua he had some plays where he just i don't know what the what the real coaches are telling him if they're telling him to put his head down and go because he may create he, he gets he so, when he gets in the paint sometimes good things happen you know what i mean yeah but 
I mean, some of his decision making and shot the shot making shot decisions. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, it just seems a little off to me, man. I just he's not he's not at the point yet where he's ready to be waving off Pascal when he's coming to the ball, or even if Gary Trent is shooting not shooting the best, you shouldn't be waving him off either to try and go one on one. And he's like he has one move, and I get it. He's still young, you know, so he has yeah. that one little where he he get, gives a little, I guess, kind of like sidestep to the right push the ball forward go and tries to spin and then comes back and finishes with the little jump hook and he's always mm-hmm. trying to look for the foul i mean maybe maybe go straight up maybe try a little up and under maybe this this is what i was but, gonna say i was gonna i was gonna use him as our honorable mention but yeah i'm gonna see if i could squeeze him for a gold a, a bronze star and see if you would agree with me okay bronze star slash honorable mention is fred van vliet um, if there was any time where we could appreciate Fred Van Vliet and validate him as an all-star, it's right now. His leadership um, off the bench. He looks yeah, like a coach. We're seeing his leadership. He's always up, always talking to guys. And then on top of that, we're seeing how important he is. Um, again, we talk about Malachi Flynn having to understand when to go, when not to go, and that's all going to be part of his development. You're starting to see that Fred gave us that all year and it's kept us afloat when when we had a lot of guys hurt so i'm gonna give him the third star and honorable mention for his energy like on on the bench because i think that's important he's still showing his leadership yeah and it just validates him as an all-star to me like we are struggling without him for sure it shows like these last two games like we need that that leadership on the court and as great as malachi flynn has been and i want to see more malachi it shows that we need that veteran leadership and and that championship pedigree you're always talking about for sure for sure i mean like i said before fred's our closer right Mm -hmm. so do we lose these games as fred's there i don't think so no no chance I don't think so. So that's that's just uh, just a piggyback of what you're saying. It shows how key he is to this team. Like Raptors' room for error is very slim. Yeah. Based on just based on age, based on roster construction, we have to play nearly perfect basketball every night to be able to compete with the best. But we've proven we can do it. It's just, I mean, a couple of times we've had health. OG's got to get healthy, man, because. You see, you see the difference defensively in the team. I mean, we give up, we give up how many points to Orlando? We give up 103 points to Orlando. Yeah. They shouldn't, they shouldn't. I mean, I understand it's the NBA, but they shouldn't be scoring over a hundred points. I would have to agree with that. Um, it's it's a tough one to call because again, six games, eight nights. Um, we don't have key pieces. Um, I think you can wrap this up in just like a those those kind of trap games on the schedule for sure that's a good one. Um, the only thing that bothers me a little bit is because i wish that we got these two games these are two games to get with us only being two and a half games above brooklyn for that seven seed it puts it puts a lot of pressure on this cleveland game yeah but i think and here's the thing like when fred returns there's going to be another adjustment period yeah you know what i'm trying to say when og returns it's going to be another adjustment period but i'm excited man we're still in the playoffs. Um, nobody panic. <laughs> no, for sure. For we're, sure we're in a great not. spot. Not close. Um, we got to see some good things from some guys off the bench. My guy, Utah, got in the game. Hey, uh, he makes some <laughs> – that guy makes some plays at the rim. 
I'll be honest. He he when he said I don't care if I get dunked on, I'll I'll do that a hundred times out of a hundred times. He was he wasn't playing. Hey, you know I'm a big fan of him just being a basketball coach in the community. Yo, for the young guys who may watch this podcast, watch how hard that man cuts off the ball and how much opportunities he creates for people just because how hard he cuts. They're forcing you're forcing the guy in the corner to pull in when you come to the 45, which and the corner, everybody knows the NBA loves a corner three. Mm-hmm. That's that's essentially a layup to some guys. Man, <laughs> what he's showing is that, like, the NBA is not filled with the 400 most talented basketball players in the world. No. But Utah showing that he'll come in and do exactly what he is supposed to do and nothing more. And what what also for the young guys, man, going to the NBA, they got to understand, right? If you were in high school, if you were the superstar or if you were going to the NBA, there's a job that you, that you fit mm-hmm. and Utah comes in. You don't think when Utah goes to on his is he Jap- Japanese, right? When he goes on his Jap, I think he's Japanese. When he goes on his Japanese team, he's I'm, the best I'm, player. I'm fact check that. Keep yeah, going. check that for me. Check that for me. <laughs> when he go when he goes on his Japanese team, he's the best player over there. Ball in his hands. He's making the decisions. He's orchestrating the offense. When he comes to the Raptors, he's a dirty player. Mm-hmm. Get on the floor. If you get dunked on, hey, that's on you, man. Defend the rim. Take charges. Die for loose balls. And come provide high energies. Get a lot of deflections, tips, and come back and sit down. 10, 15, 10 minutes a game, not even 15. Yeah. I like the way you play, man. Yes, he is Japanese. He, okay. he got that Woo. completely right, man. Shout Woo. out to you, man. I got you, man. <laughs> Woo, um, man. That Detroit game, let's let's just talk a little bit about that Detroit game and how the ghost of Dwayne Casey keeps killing us. We've lost to Detroit, what, the last four games in a row? Last five games in a row? I think it's more than that. Bro. I think it's since he's been coaching there. The Raptors haven't Yeah, like we, we just don't beat Dwayne Casey. It's personal for him. I mean, you got to understand, right? Nick Nurse, is, Nick Nurse was his system. When I, when I look in the NBA, how much how much intricate offenses are these NBA teams really running? To me, the most intricate things I see are out of timeout plays. Everything else is just basic, fundamental motion or yeah, a lot action. of pistol action in the NBA. Yeah. Every team kind of runs that basic pistol action with a with the dribble handoffs and the there you and go the, and the screens pick and roll on, on the strong side with like um, a bunch of different actions that you can have happen on the backside, whether it's back screens. Um, down screens coming up when when that pick and roll action yeah. or, or or dribble handoff actions happening on one side of the floor. So I'm sure that Dwayne Casey knows a lot of what the Raptors run. He was part of the creators of the pillars here, right? That we still yeah. use to this day. So I'm sure, and those guys know his his young guys know that what it means for him to come here and win. They know he was fired, being coach of the year, and a win here. Is J- Dwayne Casey going three and zero in Toronto this season? Is <laughs> like him winning the championship in a season that's that's already a bro- a bus. Yeah, you well, you. The you fun fact to, yeah. is Casey Casey's nine and three since he's left the Raptors against the, against Toronto, and he's won the last six straight. That's crazy. Raptors just don't. Well, I don't know if they don't want to hurt the man's feelings, or I don't know what it is, but. <laughs> I, I just went and hey, I was so close to playing pro line, man. And <laughs> yo, and man, that's one of those games where so you're like, yo. And I was like, nah, let me just not play because are Raptors really going to beat them tonight? Do I expect this? 
So these I would teams, just say the way the way Casey has our number, he still has the rock in the his his rock that he put for pound the rock. Yeah, he, he still has it in front of the in front of the locker room. So well, who's picking who's picking that up, Jamar? <laughs> Yo, my man, my man still has his heart there, but it looks Ain't like he's take that, that he up, takes that bro. one personal in his team. He's, part, he's still he's part of the he's part of the what was created here. Him, Demar, and Kyle, and Drake. But but uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what though. Um, Dwayne Casey's Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. coming in and beating Raptors six straight times. This is the only reason why it doesn't surprise me. What's one thing Dwayne Casey gets like young teams to do? Play, Play hard. We see, yeah. We've seen it here with the Raptors. Yeah. So if he already gets that team, because as much as Detroit has a terrible record and one of the worst teams in the NBA, they play hard. You never hear like Detroit is just like packeting it. You never hear like Detroit, um, it's not giving a good effort. Like That's they go out there, they play hard, mm-hmm. they try and play the right way. Um, just sadly, they, he just is not given the talent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that he can get a, a bunch of guys, a bunch of young guys to come in, play hard. And, and, and on top of that, them knowing that that's an important game for him, for where he used to coach. That's their, that's their playoffs. Yeah, they Every definitely they circle that joint the on the calendar yeah, that's for coach. Playoffs. They circle that's that one on the calendar for, sure. for coach. So man. hey, like I said, man, these is this is this is not something that's a customary. We lost to the two worst teams in the NBA. I just, to be honest, let's just let's th- if it's me and I, I throw these tapes in the garbage. I don't even I don't I don't call a meeting to have to go over the film. We don't. There's no need to look at this. Yeah, the only thing does it impact um standings yeah it makes it a little bit more difficult but as far as the x's and o's the make made shots versus missed shots you throw the tape out jamar it's not (laughs) yeah well like yeah it's it's one of those games that might come bite us in the back end um if if there's like some playoff complications um atlanta's starting to get their stride um and you got um the hornets got better at the deadline so we we those are games that we want to win but like you said man toss it up throw it out um get refocused get real re-energized um and try and get some wins man i said this on our first pod and i'll say it again the raptors are a top six team in the east just these mama said there'll be days like today (laughs) (laughs) these games happen in an 82 game schedule these games happen Teams are are just waiting for any opportunity to take advantage of you as a basketball team. And this is a perfect example of that. Raptors down a couple guys. Worst team comes in here. Well, especially Detroit. I know they were well prepared for this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. Hopefully they we come out our next game. Uh, who do we play next? We come out, we come out against Cavs on Sunday. Big game. That's a big one. So the, the that won't be a throw it out. That that's the, that's gonna have a playoff feel, a playoff look to it. Don't be surprised if you see a couple extra plays from Nick Nurse that he has in the bag. Don't be surprised if you see Fred Van Vliet playing that game, right? I, th- I, I think that's a big one mainly too because the Nets are about to walk into Boston with Kyrie. <sighs> so I mean, like that that's that like that looks like a. They're going to be excited to be back together and play together. That 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 shortens that gap. So I think we need to get that game. Yeah, every every game coming down here, because what if you look at the standings? What each 
that we're only separated by two games, two, three yeah, games, two and a half two games. So someone someone goes on a three game winning streak or somebody goes on a two or three game losing streak like what we're on right now. That could that could definitely impact the standing. It's a good thing that before the break, we gave ourselves a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. And then we came out and we beat and we beat Brooklyn back to back when we got them when they were shorthanded and and we took advantage of that. We did everything we were supposed to do in those two games. We did what Detroit and Orlando did to us to Brooklyn. Yes, man. So I'm excited to to see the rest of the season, though. I think we're going to get Fred back pretty soon. Oh, I, Um, I, I fully expect him to be playing against the Cavs because mm-hmm. you win that game, you make up a full game. Yep. And then Which it's kind of like, then it's kind of like these two losses don't matter. But if you lose that game to the Cavs, in addition to losing these two games yesterday and today. Yeah. Cause we caught a break, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn blew a, a 16 point lead over to right? Miami the other night. We right? caught a little so break, but us that's not going to happen when, when, when that when that annoying guy KD gets into more of a form, <laughs> yo, hey, just to, just to show people, that guy didn't play basketball in four what four weeks five weeks and he came and scored thirty games. You just wake up and score thirty. That do you know yeah. what kind of luxury that is? Yo, they got They got to hear more about that on the other pod. We got another yeah, pod. Coming, we got we another podcast coming this week where we get to talk about a little bit about the NBA. Y'all look out for that. Um, CP man. It's a pleasure, my brother. We're going to bounce back. Hey, all my Raptor faithful, just keep your head up, man. These games happen. Don't worry. Yes, sir. We're going to bounce back. Go to the garbage. It never happens, yes, especially especially when we give Cleveland this 20-piece. Man. Well, <laughs> like I always say, man, we finna check out. Make sure y'all check in with your people before. Yes, sir. And always, yes, sir. man. But we're going to check in with you before we check out. Um, Love, like always. Look out for the podcast. What do you always say, CP? They got to do what? Hey, they got to subscribe, like, follow. You guys see it scrolling at the bottom. I think we have some spelling errors, but Jamar be figuring that out on his own Yeah, I'm going to figure that out at some point, man. I don't know. I got to holler at uh, all these places and say we're we're like the OG Hooper's Paradise. You got to give us our our E, man. That's the only thing. We're we're fighting for the E. (laughs) Do you know? Listen, it's hard to come by that stuff. eh? I was going to pay for it, but I had to put some money in, in the gas tank instead. Um, <laughs> shout out Casey too, man. Eh? Yeah, shout out our boy shout MC Casey. Casey. You know you're gonna too, catch man. him on the on the weekly pod that we're about to drop. We got sure y'all look out for that. That's gonna you. be dropping on Sunday, man. <laughs> All right, yeah, we here. We out. I right, love, brother. We out.